0: It's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. MSNBC has Steve Kornacki, and CNN has Harry Enten. They're basically kind of their stat nerds. And Enten put out a piece. I, I saw it on Real Clear that basically, if he's right about this, and I'm sure he is, that Cheney's lost was by the largest margin in the history of all elections in the House of Representatives, 32 points. That is not just a a loss. That is a complete and total rejection of Liz Cheney by the entire state of Wyoming. By the entire state. Think about this for a second. Republicans dominate... I think it's two to one. Is there a redder state than Wyoming? Maybe South Dakota, maybe. But Wyoming is a red, deep red, red state. And you have somebody, you have somebody who had all the money in the world and the backing of all the right people you know, that she met growing up in her real home of McLean, Virginia. But nothing should have stopped Liz Cheney. And if she's going to say, I would have sailed to re-election without, well, you know, that's a pretty big deal. When you decide because your faction, your friends, right, you know what? Just on a side note to this, do you want to know why the DC establishment doesn't want to hear you criticizing the FBI, but they have no problem with defund the police? This is pretty basic stuff. It, it, it's pretty basic stuff because Christopher Ray probably runs in the same social circles as these people. His kids probably play on their kids' little league teams, or his daughter probably plays, you know, soccer with somebody else's daughter. You know, the deputy directors, the assistant directors, the this one, the that one, they all live in the same suburbs. They all know each other. They're a class unto themselves. Why do you think it is they so badly want to federalize everything? Because that's where they are. That's where they want to be. Washington, D.C. is the center of the universe to them. This is what, what Liz Cheney doesn't understand. This is what the Romney, McCain, Bush, Cheney establishment wing doesn't understand. There is two different forces at work here. Liz Cheney talked about constitutionalism and civics in her speech. I wouldn't even call it a concession. But what she doesn't seem to understand is by that, we have decided, many of us, millions of us, that a handful of families should not be controlling this party and its nomination process for all time. And that Mitt Romney's endorsement is not important. As a matter of fact, when 2024 gets closer, whoever Mitt Romney endorses will go to the bottom of my list. Whoever the Bushes or the Cheneys or the McCains endorse will go to the bottom of my list. This idea that there's only gravity on Earth if they're at the table, that the world only moves because of them. That life as we know it depends on them being in charge is something that we reject wholeheartedly. Now, Democrats, there are some Democrats that, 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 that feel this way about their party, which is why they support people like Bernie Sanders, but they aren't able to get over their establishment. Their establishment is running, what is the average age now, like 80? Between Biden and Pelosi and Schumer? These people have all been entrenched in Washington, D.C. When Schumer says people protest outside his home, he means the apartment he still retains somewhere in Brooklyn that he visits from time to time. These people live their lives in Washington. They put their roots down in Washington. They raise their families in Washington. They make associations in Washington. The only thing that matters is Washington, which is why they want Washington running transportation, education, healthcare, retirement, everything, because that's where they are. Count me in the movement, the 10th Amendment movement that wants to move these things away from Washington, D.C. And there are times when someone says, well, this Cheney voted with Trump like 90% of the time. Whoop-de-doo. Harriet Hageman would have done the same thing. The idea that we need Liz Cheney, that without Liz Cheney, there'd be nobody representing the state of Wyoming who would have voted for things that conservatives support. Oh my God. Life goes on. We are not just the damn backdrop. This is something that drives me insane. When we, the majority, whether they like it in this party or not, refuse to be the backup dancers refuse to be the extras, refuse to sit in the nosebleeds, and then from these people, they expect some kind of gratitude for letting us into the concert. Get the hell out of here. I don't need Mitt Romney. I don't need another McCain. And this is what I would say to Dan Crenshaw. You know, I I admire the man endlessly. He's a warrior. He has demonstrated bravery and courage and has given literally his eye for this country. But if he's going to morph into the next John McCain, I will admire him, but at the same time, not support his political career. Those two things can be mutually exclusive. The man is a badass. There's no denying that. The man is a hero. There's no denying that. The man sacrificed for this country. There's no denying that. But well, that doesn't mean we must defer to these people and answer their demands of silence when they continue the motion of growing big government. at 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. But there's something this, this attaches to. And I realize this is a, a, an obscure topic a little bit. I'm only going to do it for a few minutes. When you hear the Democrats, and even some of these big government Republicans speak. They have truly convinced themselves of their own superiority. They really have. These people in and around Washington that spend 20, 30, 40 years in Washington have really convinced themselves of their own superiority. And it's the same in the media. They've truly convinced themselves of their own superiority because they're on the television box. And I, again, I, I don't get it. If somebody could, I, I really do want to hear it. I, I would love to hear it from you. If you're an honest to God fan of some of the personalities on, on MSNBC, why you like the smug, smarmy, talking down routine, I, I don't get it. You know, they're trying to resurrect the everyman with this guy, Fetterman. He's a bum. He's a loser. This guy's a world-class loser. I'm not a big fan of Mehmet Oz, but I would vote for Mehmet Oz over this world-class loser any day of the week. The a guy that was handed a trust fund and an MBA from Harvard and has never earned a dollar in his life, an honest dollar. He's a bum. He's a freaking loser. He's just a more metal-looking Bernie Sanders. And even that, I love how the Democrats are rallying around that one. If he were a Republican, they'd be telling you that he looks like some kind of neo-Nazi. But he's a loser. The guy's a freaking loser. Mehmet Oz might not be the most conservative, might not have been my first choice, but you know what? He's not a bum. He's not a bum. This guy's a bum. He's a loser. Wine took six ninety five. Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. But anyway, the the left is the entire left. I've never met. Well, anyway, if if there's somebody out there that could explain to me why you enjoy the smug tone, or is it you think that you're included in it, and really they're talking down to people like me, right? But that when you watch MSNBC, you're imagining yourself sitting beside that person. Or sitting at a round table or a symposium with that person and the target of your animosity is a guy in a camouflage hat who drives a pickup truck you know me right that's that's you 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 gleefully and happily talk down to your political enemies I guess is that what it is because okay that maybe I get but I I don't get the I, I don't I I don't I don't get it But there's nothing, I have never met a person on the left who at their very core wasn't a hypocrite. Never met someone. They were joking about Rage Against the Machine. Literally a band that's entire lyrical theme is communism. And they were signed to Sony Records. Sony Records was the machine, is the machine. MTV that played their videos is the machine. Viacom is the machine. Buy a ticket to my show so I could promote communism. Do you not see a hypocrisy there? Buy my $50 tour t-shirt to promote communism. Do you not see a hypocrisy there? It's like saying, I want to be the president of the anarchy club. Hey, hey, hey. Silence. We're calling an order, we're calling to order and beginning the meeting of the Anarchy Club, and I am the president. You will follow my rules. What? I have never, buy my book on why capitalism is bad. Excuse me? Yes, go into Barnes and Noble and buy my book on why capitalism is bad. These people have convinced themselves intellectually of their own superiority. And what what I'm getting at here is, look at the way the Democrats talk about the economy. They have to create good paying jobs through government because they don't trust the marketplace. The market's inferior to them. They have big plans, big ideas, big theories, and all they need is more time, more patience, more silence, and more of your money, and eventually, they'll get it right. Because if they can't get it right, nobody can. That's why they hated Donald Trump so much. This kind of goes back to the very beginning of this. Liz Cheney despises the fact that people dared to to unseat her because they liked what Trump had to offer, a growing economy, a serious approach to border issues, a serious approach to energy issues, a serious, you know, this idea that, you know again, your own superiority, the idea that somehow Donald Trump did something bad by standing up to the European elites and saying, you guys are sucking off our tax dollars. You need to spend more money on your own defense. We're not going to defend you so you can then take your resources and put them into your generous social welfare programs and proclaim your own superiority as a society. The only reason why you could afford that stuff is because we're paying for your defense. You don't talk to the Europeans like that. Why not? Again, a group of people convinced of their own superiority. But real quick, I want to touch on this, and then we're going to move on. We'll get to calls. The way the Democrats talk about the economy is that the average American is powerless, hopeless, rudderless, and shouldn't expect much, but for what the government will promise them. Now, there is nothing just or fair about promising a group of people something free and unearned, and that somebody else is going to pay for it. But... Stay right where you are. We'll hit, when you look, I wrote in on mass transit today, the train, right? In a city, when you have a densely populated city and the government provides transportation, well, that's one less thing you got to think about, right? But when it's one less thing you got to think about, it's also one less decision you make. It's also one less thing you do for yourself. It's also one less aspect of your own independence. And oh, you're going to pay for the transportation, but you aren't going to own anything. So you're just a cog. And that's good enough. That's good enough. The people that ride around the city in the limousines think that the trains that they, you know, gave to you are good enough. I want to read just a little bit from this article that popped up on Drudge, way down at the bottom. Most of you probably didn't click on it. From The Atlantic, what we gain from a good enough life. This is every man, this is, this is speaking right to my every man king. A new book challenges us to abandon greatness in favor of more attainable goals. Now, did the writer write that book because the writer didn't want to be great and just wanted to be average? course not. This person's own superiority is speaking, saying, you little people, you know what? You shouldn't dream too much. Now, again, again, when I say that, that the everyman king means you enjoy the things that you have. You've achieved your goals. They might not be somebody else's goals. No, you might not have a mega yacht or a beachfront mansion or fly around in a private jet, but you you own what you earn and you earn what you own, right? Own what you earn, earn what you own. That's the American dream. Earn what you own, own what you earn. But here this book is telling you to lower expectations, In the recent book, The Good Enough Life, the scholar D.W. Winnicott and writing lecturer Avram Alpert radically broadens the idea of good enoughness, transforming it into a sweeping ideology. Alpert sees good enoughness as a necessary alternative to greatness thinking or the twin beliefs that everybody has the right to embark on a personal quest for greatness and that the great few can uplift the mediocre. So who gets to be great? Do we just give up on our own goals, on our own achievements, on our own wants and needs, and just defer to the entrenched elite class? They have, again, individually, these people put out more carbon than you and I individually. But collectively, we put out more carbon than them. So what we need to stop thinking about is getting that new SUV or buying that new construction home, or having these things maybe on a smaller scale for ourselves, you know, the everyman king, and just defer to them, they're they're inherently great, they will marry other people who are inherently great, they will make great children who will go on to be great, and that we need to reserve greatness for them. You wanna know why Liz Cheney was voted out by 32 points? Because we're sick and tired of that attitude. And we're sick and tired of that mentality. And we're sick and tired of the idea that we're just waiting for these people to get done meaning and come out of the room and tell us what life is going to be like for us, the little people. So you know what? Vote them all out when they act this way and replace them. Patriot We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story the arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcal Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.